You're listening to a Countout Podcast. And welcome to another episode of Your Dose of Death podcast. It is just myself, Lauren, today. But of course, I have two very distinguished and honored guests to be a part of this very show. People who have, by the way, is their very first time together as a duo for an interview and someone who I find very honorable and admirable at best. But I will say I am very pleased to have on none other than the man himself, the Honorable Judge Joe Dredd, and of course, his great attorney extraordinaire, Mr. Stephen Jury. How are you gentlemen both doing tonight? I mean, I'm doing this podcast. Uh, I got my Juris Doctorate for this. Uh, other than that, I'm doing great. How are you, Joe? Well, did the check clear? Check cleared, yeah. I'm doing great. Check cleared. We're here. Happy to be there. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Yes, the check did, in fact, clear. No offshore BS or anything like that. But I first want to congratulate both of you on all the success you guys have had in the past few years in the world of professional wrestling. Um, of course, being a part of the great roster of extreme pro wrestling, but also being a part of other great promotions such as ruthless pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. I want to get to something that has definitely caught my attention over the last few weeks. Your allegiance to ruthless pro wrestling has been a very interesting one that of course coming in, making your way to Chicago to the legendary Berwin Eagles coming up, just short to one Otis Coger. And of course, you may have some feelings about one Otis Coger, but you have been given the call to make your way December 9th to Dearborn, Michigan to Whiteouts to face none other than one Killbilly, Nathan Maori. I want to get your initial reactions to this matchup. Oh boy. Angry backyarders. I'm overjoyed at at the opportunity to watch Joe dismantle uh, the Killbilly in front of a a hot crowd in Detroit. We're we're very, very excited. Uh, Very excited uh, for the deal that uh, Chris Chris from uh, RPW reached out to us with. Uh, You know, we would have normally charged a lot extra for, well, a no-ring show against a guy like Nathan, uh, but the circumstances for everything was right. Uh, the finances worked out, and we're genuinely excited to get out to Detroit and just absolutely ruin his weekend. Yeah, let me uh, let me let you know something. All November long, I've had surgery on this hand. Going into the ring with Otis Kogar, I came in with a handicap. I could have been like every other person in the back. I could have been like every spineless, scum-sucking, deathmatch wrestler. I set out to prove that I am more than just a deathmatch wrestler. I'm a fighter. 
my hand was broken. And how many places the doctor said? Two. Two places. After TOD and that English bitch broke my fucking hand. Diaper wearer. I did not cancel on RPW. I did not cancel on an opportunity to step in with someone as violent and as evil as Otis. And although the outcome isn't what I desire, I still stepped up and made my mark. And because of that, and taking this time off, I am genuinely concerned for the wellness and mental health of Nathan Mowry to A, talk the smack he's been talking about the Midwest deathmatch scene, who early on was the first phone to call my line to bring old Joe Dredd out of the West Coast. And two, to really think that he could step into any fight with the judge, jury, and executioner and think he is walking out on his own two feet. Not a chance. Wow. I mean, some very fighting words from the both of you. So I have a question for jury now, actually. I know some of the RPW management has been wondering. So are you, in fact, the attorney on retainer for Ruthless Pro Wrestling? It seems to be an interesting relationship there. Okay. Let me just put a stop right here to this. So I do my best to not divulge information about clients that I have. I have multiple clients within the pro wrestling industry, not just Judge Joe Dredd, not just the Monster Terex. I represent others, others who, for the most part, would like their anonymity. Now, as far as the work that I do for Ruthless Pro Wrestling, everything that is going on currently with either RPW or other promotions is completely and totally privileged. So I'm not going to divulge the work that I'm doing or whether or not said work is even taking place. That being said, the work that we've been doing with Ruthless Pro Wrestling on the wrestling side of things has been fantastic. I enjoy working with straight shooters who have full pocketbooks and I have a willingness to put money into their product, to put money into the hands of talent that are going to elevate their shows to the highest level possible, to bring in talent that are not only going to challenge for championships within RPW, but they're going to win those championships, to draw people to their events and to carry the promotion into the future. And that is exactly what I am here to do. And that is exactly what I am here to help Joe Dredd to do. So do I work with RPW in some capacity? Absolutely. Am I going to divulge the capacity in which I work for RPW? No. Next question. Very much noted. And um, I know that there are aspirations for the XPW championship. Where do you, do you see yourself becoming a champion for XPW within the next year? Joe? It is not a matter of if, it is when. That when is dependent on when Rob Black will stop protecting his little boyfriend, Schlack, from giving me what is rightfully mine. And that is the XPW King of the Deathmatch. 
I am the only person, and you heard it straight from the mouth of that tough old man, Maga Butcher. I am the fastest rising star in deathmatch wrestling, not just in XPW, but all over. I have taken beating after beating, and I've left everyone stronger, better, and on my own two feet. And I have tried time and time again to send a message first at King of the Kill at RPW when I took Schlack right out of the tournament, who was a favorite to win. Again, I took it at South of Heaven in that shithole, the Hart Ballroom in New Jersey, when he walked out double champ and I blasted him with a bundle and dragged his ass to the back. And once again, I was looked over while homeless Jimmy, (laughs) he doesn't even have an address. Doesn't fucking work there. Gets an opportunity at what's rightfully mine. So you mark my words. Schlack can run, but he cannot hide. There is no schlack, only judgment coming. Now, you asked about XPW. Now, let me open this up for half a second, because there's a lot of things that XPW does that is extremely unique in the world of pro wrestling that you're not going to find in any other promotion. I think it's one of the things that draws us to them. But there's one thing that XPW has had in common, especially (coughs) RPW as of late, and that is having two separate referees screw up two separate counts and cost judge joe dread two separate matches two bad refs two ridiculously slow counts that ended with two controversial defeats now i'm not saying that there's a conspiracy between both companies i think that's ridiculous i absolutely believe that there's a conspiracy with an xp i i can't get into that <laughs> But there's a problem in pro wrestling today, and that problem is Judge Joe Dredd. Now, uh, like uh, you call him the the MAGA or Necro Butcher, Mr. Summers was very, very kind on Facebook and talking about Judge Joe Dredd. And he said one thing that absolutely rings true that Joe said, which was that he is the fastest rising star in deathmatch wrestling today. One of the fastest rising stars in all of indie wrestling today, deathmatch aside. And RPW and XPW both do not know how to handle that. And neither do their crap amateur, more than likely paid off officials. So you can mark that down, that we have problems with both companies. We have problems with both companies' officials, and we are going, whether you like it or not, to balance the scales of justice, and justice will be had. Please, rant Uh, 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 Okay, okay. So you're saying as I've gathered here that refereeing has become kind of a commonplace issue in both companies. I think bad referees are what's becoming commonplace. Starting with that idiot, Mike Burns, who uh, couldn't seem to get a count off against Otis. We had the slow to no count with Maga Butcher. Yeah. I don't even know who that guy was. Yeah. But honestly, Probably a plant. Yeah. Probably, probably a plant. plant. To answer your question, it is not if, it is when 
and you say a year, I can't pinpoint the date. I'm not a mind reader. I'm just a simple judge. Mm -hmm. But I promise you this, 2024, do not be surprised if you see gold draped all over this with not just the letters XPW, but RPW with CZW. The list is endless. The potential is limitless. Limitless. Judge Joe Dredd is coming for everyone. Judgment is coming for everyone. Okay. Next. Absolutely. Um, I will say, though, Judge Joe Dredd, I should say, is there anyone you specifically are eager to get in the ring with or to get involved with, per se? Like, is there anyone you want to maybe say, like, and you've already been like an Eric Dillinger, you've already been in the ring with some elite competition, but is there anyone you have your eyes on lately? For me, this business is not just about wins and losses. It's about being able to take a beating, walk out on your own two feet, and learn and grow from that. Now, you would ask me a month and a half ago, two months ago, three months ago, I would have told you off the top of my head, it was the butcher. Anybody that's anybody that wanted to be in this business had to go through the butcher. I would have told you Masada, who I also had to go through. I would have told you someone like Big Fucking Joe. But next on my list is one proving to the world that I can not only hang, but I can beat that meat grinder, that public animal slack. And two, to undo the injustices that were done to me. That means getting my hands on Hoodfoot again to right the wrong that was done to me at King of the Kill. To get my hands on Otis Kogar and Again, right the wrong that was done to me by that idiot Mike Burns and to get my hands on the MAGA butcher. Because if you watch the tape, I put a beating on that man. And by the skim of his teeth and the sure veteran knowledge that he has, I'll give it to him, caught me slipping. 2024 and the rest of this year included will be the time with Judge Joe Dredd starts to balance the scales into his favor, starting with Schlack. And let's be clear about those losses that we talked about. Each one, we're going to get back. The only person to submit Joe Dredd, not pin, because Joe Dredd has not been pinned by anybody. The only person to submit Joe Dredd was Otis Koger. And he could only do that after wrenching and splitting the fingers on a broken hand. On more than one occasion, he was going after his hand with, with knives and teeth, and he was ripping at his hand in an arm bar. That was what had to be done so that Joe Dredd would quit and get out of there. He wanted to take care of himself and take care of that hand that we had to get back to the West Coast, back in the hands of the best orthopedic surgeons on the country. We had to do that. So none of these losses, in my expert opinion, are legitimate. 
and we're getting every single one of them back. Next question. Okay. Well, again, appreciate the fighting words and appreciate the two of you making the time for me. And of course, thank you for incredible business. So my last question to you both is really in the sense of what is your ideal outlook for the future of professional wrestling, the future of deathmatch wrestling even per se. So I'll let you both have the floor on that one. I think we'll keep it short and sweet. I know we're very passionate about these things you've talked about, but when it comes to the future of this industry, this specific branch, there's a reason why Joe Dredd chose deathmatch wrestling. It's the highest form of combat in our sport. The late, great Terry Funk, highly regarded as one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, competed in this great sport. He competed in so many other forms, but constantly chose to come back to this. And I think it was because he knew in the back of his mind to be that tough, to know you still got fighting spirit. You've got to test yourself in this limit. The future of deathmatch wrestling, I believe, through the crusade which we've set out to, to conquer here is weeding out the cosplayers and the weak and all that remains left are the ones who have that fighting spirit, the ones who, when they see their own flesh and blood drip onto a canvas, they don't panic and they don't run. They take a deep breath and they feel alive. The future of deathmatch wrestling is outlaws, monsters, real, dying breed types. Standing above it all, true kings of the underground. And don't be surprised as the future comes that leading those packs is one Judge Joe Dredd. I think that is as good of a place to end this incredible conversation with, of course, the Honorable Judge Joe Dredd and Stephen Jury. Again, thank you both for an incredible conversation. Please, if you guys get the chance to see them, see them at Ruthless Pro Wrestling at XPW and anywhere else you possibly can see them. I don't want to take up too much of your time, gentlemen. Thank you for the time that you've given me. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this great episode of Your Dose of Death podcast with, of course, Judge Joe Dredd and Stephen Jury. Thank you. This has been a Count Out Podcast.